0: any of you remember the magic eight ball? The top of the black ball had the number eight, and when you flipped it over, there was a see-through screen with a white plastic floating device and blue liquid with different answers to the questions uh, that you asked the ball. Uh, Some of the answers were, it is certain. You may rely on it. Ask again. Don't count on it. Or, very doubtful. Now, as kids, we'd ask questions for fun and see what the magic eight ball would say. Of course, it was just a toy, and so it was just for fun. But have you ever wished there really was a ball that told you the future? That you could know for certain, you you were making the right decision, and, and you would know it would turn out? Well, the problem is that we wouldn't learn how to walk by faith, not by sight, if we somehow had a ball like that. The truth is, we can't always know what is going to happen or why things happen, but we can always know who God is. In verse 2 of 1 Peter 1, we see all three parts of the Trinity at work in our salvation and our sanctification. Let's go ahead and read verse 2. It says, According to the foreknowledge of God the Father, in the sanctification of the Spirit, for obedience to Jesus Christ, and for sprinkling with His blood, may grace and peace be multiplied to you. Over the next three days in our First Peter devotional, we are going to look at each aspect of the Trinity and a function of each according to verse 2. And so today we look at the foreknowledge of God the Father. Peter tells us that the Heavenly Father has foreknowledge of us. This word means more than just having a knowledge beforehand. The Greek word for foreknowledge, New Testament, is written in Greek. It carries the idea of God knowing us personally, loving us before we were even born. You see, God isn't limited by time and space as we are. I mean, try to wrap your mind around that. Before we were even a thought in our parents' minds, God had already loved us. My finite mind can't grasp how that is even possible. But you know what? The older I get, the more I'm okay with the mysteries of God. There's always a a comfort in knowing that He is so beyond me, so much greater than me. But what's sad Is that things like foreknowledge and election that we see in verse 1, they become theological debates, and we fail to remember why God ultimately gave us these mysterious truths. Not for debate, but for comfort. To remind us that God is all-knowing and all-loving, and He's got, as we used to sing as kids, the whole world in His hands. We don't need a magic eight ball. We don't need to know how the surgery will turn out or how or when the pandemic will end or whether we'll get the job or not get the job or if the relationship will work out or not work out. What we need to know is God. We don't need to know everything about God. We just need to know God. A.W. Tozer in his book, The Knowledge of the Holy wrote the following. What comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. And what I want to encourage you with today is that we have a God that foreknew us. He knew when we'd be born because he ordained it. He knows what will happen today because he foreknew it. So don't worry about today. Don't let fear have a place in your heart today. Nothing you encounter, nothing you encounter today isn't something God has already known about. We don't need a little black eight ball. We just need God today. Let's pray. Father God, I pray for those that are watching this or listening to this, whatever they may be going through. I don't want to minimize the pain and the hurts and the the things that cause the stress, Father, but... Also, Father, may we be reminded that you foreknew us even before we were born. You, you are sovereign. You are over all things. And so may we walk in confidence and, and security today, Father, that you are a God that has the whole world in your hands. Give us that childlike faith today, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen.